0: can't help it. I'm more like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm more like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm more like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans. We are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Diplosito. The Celtics are embarrassed in Charlotte. 125-104. Hornets hit absolutely everything. Uh, could not find any sort of solution to stopping them on the defensive end tonight. Uh, but going to roll through today's podcast, same as usual, go through player of the game, some of the positives, very, very short segment there, uh, and then go through some of the negatives. Uh, we'll follow up, kind of talk about where we land in the standings right now, uh, and that's kind of going to be the, the format for the next couple weeks here. Uh, but let's get started. We'll go through player of the game, I want to give player of the game to Marcus Smart. Because honestly, tonight, if it weren't for him, we probably would have lost by like 40. Uh, 21 is bad enough, but Marcus Smart really held us in the game uh, at a bunch of points tonight. Defensively, he seemed like he was the only one that was putting effort into the game. Was one of the few people that didn't turn the ball over every single possession. Uh, and had a couple of clutch threes, uh, in the third quarter, when we made that rally and got within, I want to say it was six or seven. Uh, it was pretty much back to back threes by Marcus, a steal, and then fouled in transition, uh, where he made both of his free throws. So like he had a stretch where he just carried the team and did everything. Uh, with that being said, Nobody else on the team really did much tonight. So there's not a ton of competition for player of the game. I think the other guy that did play pretty well, uh, was Kemba. I mean, you look at his numbers, fairly efficient, uh, 20 points, six rebounds, four assists, two steals. Uh, again, similar to smart. Didn't turn the ball over. He actually had zero turnovers, believe it or not. Uh, and then even shooting numbers, 7 to 17, 3 of 9 from 3, 3 of 5 from the free throw line. Overall, solid game from Kemba. Uh, but we just had a, a largely inconsistent game for the rest of our team. Defensively is really where things fell off. Uh, and we'll certainly talk on that. I mean, outside of that, there's really not much to talk about in a positive light, the one thing I think that the Celtics as a whole did pretty well was attacking and getting to the line. Like this was one of our our better games as a team in getting to the free throw line, 22 of 26. Uh, and if you look at Charlotte, we absolutely destroyed them on that end. They only went 10 of 11. But again, Charlotte's a Charlotte's a jump shooting team, and they absolutely destroyed us. From beyond the arc today. And again we'll talk on that. But that's you know that's about it. The Celtics offensively. Didn't really do much. At uh, a largely inconsistent game. I think Grant Williams. Actually played pretty well. He was probably our second or third best player today. In front of both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Provided a pretty good spark off the bench. I think he gave fairly good. Defensive minutes. I've uh, got 19 minutes out there, nine points, three rebounds, two assists. Had an excellent assist to Jabari Parker uh, early in the game, uh, but overall, I mean, that's you know Grant Williams stepped up and did everything that we needed him to do. It's just tough when Grant Williams, out of all people, is your third best player, especially when you have a, a fairly healthy team, right? Tatum. We had our normal starting lineup without time lord. We had Fournier back. We played pretty much everybody except for Shemi tonight. So this is it's tough. Like you're not gonna win many games where Grant is the guy that's playing as well as you would expect. (laughs) So it's just tough. It's a tough loss for the Celtics and you know realistically i want to just switch off the positives i want to go to some of the negatives here because i think there are a lot of a lot of negative points to this game uh before we do so i want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors all right guys time for a new favorite sponsor alert venture greens nutrition venture greens nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever they offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. Alright, let's take a quick second here, shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, we're back. Let's talk about some of the negative parts of today's game. Uh, Brutal, brutal loss to the Charlotte Hornets in a game where you really want as much going for you as possible because the Hornets are pretty close to you in the standings. The Celtics were very close to the four seed. And a loss against a team like the Hornets, who is kind of in that playing game spot right now, is not what we want. Uh, but let's talk about how it happened. Overall, Celtics offensively, we'll start there, just couldn't get anything going. They weren't moving the ball. They actually were horrible moving the ball today. The only thing that they did well, and I talked about it before, was free throws. They got to the line. They did pretty well attacking the basket. Because frankly, like the Hornets don't really have a big man. P.J. Washington is tough. He can jump, but he's not a, a legit big man, right? The one part that is frustrating in this loss is that we just didn't move the ball at all. And I kind of gave them an excuse last game saying that it's hard to move the ball on a game where you're not playing with all of your guys. You didn't have Fournier. You didn't have JB. You didn't have Kemba. So it's hard to play with with no one there right tonight they had a full team pretty much minus Time Lord that's as healthy of a roster as we've had all year and there's really no excuse for not moving the ball there's really just no excuse for it I will say this like I think that if you look at the numbers Jalen Brown Jason Tatum they both put up 20 and 19. So they put up a decent amount of points, but the assist numbers are very low for both of them. We've seen Jason Tatum up at that six, seven assist mark pretty consistently in the month of April. Jalen Brown, closer to like three, four. But still, both of them only had two tonight. So the ball just wasn't moving at all. The other big negative turnovers absolutely killed us again. Like, we are one of the worst teams at turning the ball over in the month of April. I'm I'm pretty sure we're averaging close to like 18, 19 in the month of April alone, which is weird because that's the month, like, this is the month where we've played some of our best basketball. Like, as far as record goes, it is our best month. Like, it's just, it's terrible. So, tonight we had 13 turnovers, but we allowed 16 points off of them. Charlotte's a team that is going to take full advantage of turnovers every time you play them. They're a young team, and they're running the floor constantly. And when you turn the ball over, there is no doubt that someone is sprinting up the other end trying to get in transition. And that's one of the things that they do really, really well. The problem with that, like that's something that the Celtics have done really well with also over the course of the year, but when you're just constantly turning the ball over, you're throwing throwing possessions away. And we had a, a couple plays where we were getting really close. We had it down to six, and then really the end of the third quarter happened where Marcus Smart had that play with like six seconds left, goes down the court, Really looked like he got fouled on all accounts. Like, I thought that, that play is perfectly fine for him to do. It looked like he got fouled. No call. And then immediately after, Bridges runs down the other end of the court, launches a odd offhand three in front of Jason Tatum, and it goes in. And just like that, it's a six-point swing. So... It's just it's a tough spot to be in for the Celtics because if you look at every aspect of today's game, Charlotte just outperformed us. They shot significantly better percentage-wise from the field, 38% to 50%, significantly better from 3, 34% to 48%. Like better percentage at the line, like we did get to the line more. Uh, But for being a fairly undersized team, Charlotte still out-rebounded us by five. Like, they had 21 more assists than us, six more blocks, two less turnovers, two more fast break points, 10 more points in the paint. It's like, they, they just killed us in every aspect of the game. The only thing that we played better, like, that we did better was get to the free throw line. Out of every stat, it is swayed Charlotte's way. And that is extremely frustrating in a game that does mean something. You know, these are the games that the Celtics need to take advantage of. Like we have like the fifth easiest remaining schedule, and if we don't take advantage of it, what are we doing? Like we were on a, a really good win streak, playing great basketball. And I get the Nets' loss. Like, you know, they have a talented team. They had a bunch of guys out. You would have liked to see them take advantage of that. But so did the Celtics. And I get it. You know, that, at least we fought. At least we fought. Like, tonight, there was just no fight. Like, the, the one turnover that really just sums up the entire game is Kemba Walker inbounds it to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, kind of no look, passes it back to Kemba, very nonchalantly. And Terry Rozier just comes out of nowhere, steals it, lays it in. And it just sums up the entire game. Just nonchalant, lackadaisical, non-effort. Like, it's just, it's bad. This is as bad as a loss as we've had all year, in my eyes. Like, we've, we've had other tough losses, but this just, it's not a good team. Like, I don't know. I, I know we lost to the, we lost to a couple bad teams, like the Pistons, but, like, this game was just out of hand. And they're not, they shouldn't be better than us. Like, they're missing their best playmaker in Gordon Hayward, probably best player in Gordon Hayward, they're missing their rookie of the year or which should have been rookie of the year player and LaMelo Ball and it, it's just tough. Uh I don't know. You look at this game and it's just up and down. It's 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 just tough. It's frustrating. I know that's been the word of the year, but I mean there were there were points in today's game where, you know, Charlotte started off just hitting everything. They started 6 of 6 from the field and then We were down twenty three to eight in the first like six minutes of the game. So it's tough to it's tough to win when you're constantly putting yourself in shit positions. Like we've talked about it on this podcast a bunch. When the Celtics lose, there are typically at least one quarter where the Celtics just get outscored by ten. By double digits. Tonight, first quarter, outscored by ten. Fourth quarter, outscored by nine. Like, the third quarter, again, outscored only by one, though, in the third. And outscored by one in the second. So, we, like, we lost every single quarter tonight. Like, even the third quarter, it seemed like it was a pretty solid basketball game. And we pulled it within six. And then Charlotte just went on a run. Another run. And that's the part that's extremely frustrating about these games. Like, you can't put together... A good forty-eight minutes, like you fall behind by too large of a margin, and instead of picking up the defensive intensity, they just kind of lost focus, and they continued to have terrible turnovers, and it showed. You know, realistically, the rotations were horrible tonight. It led to a lot of open threes. You know, there's really there really aren't any players on this team that you should be forced to double team like our guys match up fairly well with theirs but we were doubling and we were giving them wide open threes and they hit a lot of them 21 threes on the night it's <laughs> it's tough 48% they were hitting everything they were hitting everything overall they played uh, you got to you got to clap your hands give it up for Charlotte cuz they played a hell of a basketball game and it, the Celtics just did not, did not show up. So I'm going to keep this one super short because it's very, very frustrating to talk about at this point. Uh, but we've got a we've got a lot going on as far as standings go. So right now, we still have the same top three. That part's not going to change anytime soon. So it's Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee. The Knicks are six and a half games back. Then you got the Hawks at seven, Celtics eight and a half. The Heat are also at eight and a half in the seven seed, which is the playing game. So seven through ten all have a playing game. The Celtics need to do everything in their power to avoid that game. Like we're two games behind the Knicks right now. Like we need to step. We need to step on the gas. Like we face the Thunder on Tuesday. But then we also play Charlotte again on Wednesday. And I know Scal, I know Forsberg, Abby, we're all talking about it on the pregame show about managing Kemba in the back-to-back. Brad said that he wants to get Tatum some rest. If you're going to rest, guys, rest them on the first game against the Thunder because the Celtics should not need Kemba and Tatum against a team like like the thunder. They're trying to tank at this point. Like they have just played horrible, horrible basketball. Lost 13 straight games. So, you got to just try. Give give Fournier some time to get into the offense. Move JB Put him with Fournier, Smart, rest Tatum, rest Kemba on that first night. We need them for Charlotte. Like these games are going to matter down the stretch. That's I mean it's it's really just a fact of the matter. Like that's the way it is at this point. We've got eleven games left and we've got two games to make up in the standings. So we you just you just got to come out swinging. Like take advantage of the fact that we're playing one of the worst teams in the NBA right now. And rest your rest your guys. Leave JB in. Play him limited minutes. 25 minutes. Whatever. Give Fournier some run. Try to get him at like 25 also. He's still kind of keeping lower minutes. Because of the whole COVID situation. Only played 20 tonight. They want to keep him at the low 20s. Uh, but this is what you got to do at this point. I know Brad doesn't like. You know kind of making it seem like he's giving up on games and I get it like I know he doesn't want to underestimate Oklahoma City but at this point you need your guys against Charlotte like we had our guys tonight against Charlotte and we still lost <laughs> so this is this is what you got to do it's it's a tough stretch of games coming up I mean we play pretty bad teams for the most part but we have another back to back and those have killed us So that's what we got. We're going to wrap things up there. Uh, Make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Sky. I swear I'm not this negative most days. I try to find the positives. And tonight was just a tough game to find positives in. Uh, Make sure to rate, review the podcast, uh, share with friends, and more importantly, make sure to tune in again soon because we've got another game coming up Tuesday. Make sure to tune in then. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it now. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.